Welcome to this week's Quick Win. This is a different kind of episode where we focus on one simple thing that you can implement and see massive results from. We'll do these episodes every few weeks in between our regular episodes and release them midweek. Today's Quick Win is all about creating resilience in our finances, which gives us what we need to be resilient people. And I'm here with Archie to talk about that. G'day, Archie. G'day, Lachlan. G'day to everyone that's joining us today. So resilience, it all starts with the stories that we tell ourselves and that affects our finances. Can you walk us through that? Yeah. Every day we've got a whole heap of thoughts happening uh, in our life and those thoughts are coming from stories that we're telling ourselves that we've either grown up with or we've picked up along the way. The big one around finances is we can be either thinking about using cash or using credit. And that's what we're really wanting to focus on here today. So when we use credit, we actually tend to find that there's going to be things that lead to us and our finances being stressed. And what we're finding is that when when our finances are stressed, then we're going to be stressed people. And we're going to start doing things to try and, you know, overcome this stress that we're feeling. So we start working more to try and come up with some extra dollars to, to you know, get us out of the hole. Yeah, I see that a lot. And uh, the more we overwork, the more problems it just adds to it. I've never seen anyone fix anything by overworking. <laughs> Yet to find someone. Oh, look, uh, I've been caught many times overworking, thinking that it would fix things. And it definitely doesn't. <laughs> the stress levels just get higher. (laughs) Um, The other thing we find with stress is that we actually start making poorer decisions. And, you know, the classic for this would be if you've watched Bear Grylls, The Island on TV at all, you know, where where Mm. Bear Grylls takes a whole pile of people, drops them on an island, and they're they're basically starving. You know, there's very little food that they're able to collect and eat. And Bear Grylls says, you know, that as people get hungrier, and more stressed, their decision-making starts to really fail and they start doing some Mm. really silly things. And so you start to see people, (laughs) you know, taking crazy risks and getting injured and and it's all to do with stress. Uh, You know, Bear Grylls brings that out. I just recently read a book by Dick Smith on his autobiography and, you know, he was talking about when he was made three attempts to fly to the North Pole uh, in a helicopter. You know, he realised that there was, he was so stressed because he said there was, there was no way out. Uh, he'd be in the middle of a storm and there was no way out or, or in the middle of cloud where he couldn't see a thing. And he realized afterwards how stupid it was <laughs> that he put himself <laughs> in that position where there was just no way out. And so the stress, he said the stress was just huge, which made him really tired and, you know, again, led to more poor decisions. That's a great example of resilience because resilience is that tool to help us make great decisions or Uh, If we don't have resilience, then we find ourselves in positions of great stress. Mm. So what does resilience look like in our finances? What I've seen over time uh, is resilience looks like paying cash instead of using credit. Uh, There might be some big things that we need to use some credit for, such as buying a home and having a home loan. These loans can actually really work well for us. The other thing that we find with resilience is being patient, being content. Mm. You know, marketing 101 is to create discontentment in us so that we have to have something. You know, sales 101 is creating a time pressure that you have to have it now. Yeah. And time pressure will push us into making decisions that we wouldn't make otherwise. You'll only get this offer today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So resilience looks like avoiding the sales pitch. 
That's what resilience yeah. looks like. You know, someone tries to put the pressure on you, you just walk away because you don't yeah. need the time pressure and, and keep your contentment because that's what they're trying to take away from you is your contentment. So, yeah, keep your contentment, walk away. Like the classic would be sometimes we've got to change the way we do things. So if we go window shopping and then we find ourselves always spending money that we didn't intend to spend, um, maybe we just need to stop going window shopping, you know, or if we go to the club for a cheap meal and then we find that we, you know, we then play the pokies and lose money, uh, then the cheap meal's not cheap. So go to a restaurant. Uh, yeah, we've just got to change some things sometimes. Uh, is and that's what resilience actually looks like. Being able to change those things. Yeah. Being able to get help to even change is a big part of resilience. We don't have to do it on on our own. So building resilience looks like actually noticing those stories that we're yeah. telling ourselves or that we're being told, and mm. and taking steps to overcome those where where we need to and make those changes. Mm. Yeah. But not everything in our life we can control, right? No, that's right. We need to realize that we're not actually in control of everything, <laughs> you know, and often the case of when we're stressed is we're actually thinking we're in control. Mm. Um, stress will do that to us. We'll actually start thinking that we're actually in control and what we're actually doing is lying to ourselves. Uh, you know, so sometimes the best thing we can actually say to ourselves is, hey, I'm not in control. I'm going to get some help. I, I don't need to do this on my own. Because in that case, we're often just one decision away that could potentially be disastrous, at least from what I've seen when people are under stress, they think they're in control, they're overworking, you know, trying mm. to control things. And then it just takes one thing to, to knock them out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll just give you an example here because it can be so simple. Uh, say we're saving $10,000 a year and... You know, we're, we're pretty happy with our situation because we've, we've, we can see those savings growing and we've got some goals in place. You know, we might be saving up for a potential holiday or it could be for getting married or, you know, there's lots of different things that we're going to have happening in our life. But all of a sudden, circumstances change and now we're actually going behind by $10,000 a year. So we're not saving anymore. We're actually going behind by $10,000 a year. So our circumstances have changed by $20,000. And quite often we're going to be presented with the opportunity to borrow to overcome that change mm. that's taken place. And so we might borrow 10000 by using buy now, pay later or something else to, to make up that 10000 that's missing. But we haven't actually taken into account there's actually $20,000 missing. And now that we've borrowed to overcome the shortage, we've now got to repay that borrowing. And yeah. now it could take us 10 years to actually get back to where we were. Yeah. Just from that one decision to, you know, to use debt to, or credit to overcome our situation. And so when we look at resilience, we're encouraging people to be able to change. You know, it's, it's really good if your circumstances change like this has, then you have that ability to actually change the way your finances are structured and get back to the $10,000 savings as quick as possible because that's where that's where your freedom is, you know, that's where your joy is. And the sooner you get back there, the sooner you'll see things work out really well. That's a great example. And in that, yeah, we build the confidence, we build the resilience and, and that leads to more opportunities, more freedom and more joy. Mm, yeah. But when we take the debt path, it just adds to our stress. It just erodes our resilience, our confidence, and that yep. leads to more problems, which is why yeah. we're saying, you know, we see this as a bit of a spiral. It usually starts with something 
a decision, like yeah. you said, that's presented before us, two paths. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and this is why we need resilience because these things are going to happen. We're going to have these mm. decisions. And so, you know, how we choose and respond to those uh, matter. Yeah, yeah. So how would you summarize today's quick win? Um, build resilience into your finances as soon as you can because life is going to happen and, mm. and you want to have that resilience ready. Yeah, I love that. Easier said than done, uh, so it's going to take some help, <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. I find the more resilient people are, the more willing they are to ask for help. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when we're stressed that we don't ask for help. So, so if you're recognizing today you're stressed, then your takeaway from this is get help. Yeah. And if you're doing really well <laughs> and you've got your resilience and you've got some decisions coming up, your takeaway from today is get some help because you know that help will really improve things for you with that resilience that you have. Hey, thanks for listening to today's quick win. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, remember that this is not personal financial advice, just general in nature and for education purposes only. Hey, don't forget our Q&A episode is coming up. So send us your questions. The email is in the show notes. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.